Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. This is the 65th episode now of the Cozy Show podcast. Um, that's right, 65 episodes and counting. And to know that this podcast was pretty much underground, um, you know, in the early going to where it is now, uh, yeah, I've seen a total uh, night and day transformation from where I was to where I'm at, so... Of course, I gotta give, you know, proper thank you to, you know, you fans, you audience members and listeners of the podcast, you all made this possible for, you know, me to have this platform and to have this, uh, you know, to have this podcast slash show slash talk show, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you've all allowed me um, you've all allowed me uh, to you know uh, do this and it was one of those things um, it was one of those things that, uh, you know, it's good to have good support system like you all have been, and I want to thank you all for that very much. Okay, so, thank you all for your undying love and support, and... I have nothing but that for all of you, so thank you very much. Okay, so, um, all I got to say is, keep supporting this podcast, um, and thank you to all those listeners, audio, uh, excuse me, thank you to all of those, excuse me, thank you to all of you, audience members, listeners, and you know, participants of the podcast, fans of the podcast, etc., etc. Thank you all for, you know, supporting me the whole way through. Couldn't thank you enough, so thank you. Okay. Um, And, you know, I can go on and on and on about people I'd like to thank, the fans, the audience members and listeners of this podcast, but it's called the podcast, excuse me, it's called the podcast for a reason, <laughs> and a podcast you're supposed to cover multiple topics, not just one, so <laughs> there you go. Um, that being said, um, there's a lot to talk about here, plenty of sports, non-sports, media topics and current events to get into, um, 
but that's pretty much the uh it's pretty much my mo i guess as of this point um you know but anyway it's cliche but i've said it before and i'll say it again plenty of news to get into plenty of news to go around um you know, plenty to talk about, plenty to discuss. You know, I personally feel like there's no better time to do that than right now. And so, I'm not going to have you wait any longer. I'm not going to waste anyone's time. Uh, you know, I'm not going to burn any more daylight. Let's just get right into it. Okay, so let's start with some non-sports news, media topics, and current events. There's plenty of that I would like to cover, so let's do that. Okay, so first things first. Um, so there will be a performer on stage on, you know, the Good Morning America, excuse me, on the Good Morning America venue. Um, so again, Gooding, <laughs> I apologize, uh, mistakes happen even on this podcast, um, but, uh, bear with me, humor me here. <laughs> That's how you know it's early in the podcast if I stumble, you know, a little bit. (laughs) That's how you know this podcast is just getting started. (laughs) You gotta be able to laugh at yourself sometimes, folks. This is um, a line of work where not too many people are so willing to, you know, poke fun and laugh at themselves. They take it way too serious. I'm one of those people that like to have fun, you know, with this podcast. I'm not, you know, some of these macho characters that they're like, oh, I got a podcast. I got to, you know, treat this like it's the number one podcast in the world. And I got to be serious and macho about it. No, that's not necessarily the case. Me, I like to take this podcast seriously, but I also like to have some fun, and that's what I love to do. I love to take this podcast seriously and have fun, have a good time, you know, while I'm doing it, so that's what it's all about. But anyway, uh, humor me here, bear with me. (laughs) But uh, anyway, what was I just talking about? So, there will be, um, a megastar apparently performing on Good Morning America. I do believe the artist's name is Ozuna. I'm pretty sure not to be confused with, um, the Atlanta Braves, uh, Major League 
a baseball player, Marcelo Zuna, who is currently facing legal trouble at the moment, but actually, no, I, I don't really, uh, I don't really know the details of that, so let me take that back. Um, let's just say he's, uh, got some off the field, you know, things, personal matters that he's currently dealing with. So let me take the uh, legal part of it out and let's just say he's got some off the field stuff that he's trying to get taken care of. So there you go. But again, not to put Marcelo Zuna in any bad spot. Um, I would just like to say, um, I wouldn't say uh, he's in legal trouble or going to get in legal trouble. But, you know... I would just say this, and I'll keep it moving from here. He's got stuff off the field that he's dealing with, and I'll just leave it at that. But anyway, so I guess an artist named Ozuna will be performing on Good Morning America live this Friday. So if you're a fan of live music and entertainment, tune in to Good Morning America, obviously. Um, in the morning, and you will see exactly that. So there you go. What else? Okay, so, apparently in several different states, um, one item that I know about from, you know, Wendy's Burgers and such has decided to remove lettuce from, you know, its toppings as it relates to, you know, burgers and stuff like that. Um, well, just, I shouldn't even say stuff like that. Let's just say they've removed one of those toppings slash items slash you know, side, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, lettuce, basically, is what I'm trying to say, so they've decided to remove one of those items, slash, uh, fixins, slash, you know, toppings, and lettuce is the item in question, and it's been banned to be, yeah, it's been banned from, put it this way, you're not allowed to get it on burgers anymore in some states, so, you know, it's a lettuce ban. Um, for certain states, meaning they can't put it on some, you know, 
put it this way, they can't put lettuce on their burgers anymore in certain states. So it's a lettuce ban. Um, so, again, there's been a lettuce ban um, for Wendy's Burgers in certain states. Those certain states include, you know, Ohio, and there's other states, you know, that are in this conversation as well. Um, but you'll have to look the uh, details online to, you know, keep yourself in the loop. But, you know, that's just uh, just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> So, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> you know, tip of the iceberg, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> See what I did there? Nice, nice play of words. <laughs> well played, right? <laughs> Humor me, bear with me here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, this all stems from a... Uh, I guess what's being called an E. coli outbreak, which has led Wendy's to take the step of, you know, deciding to remove lettuce as, you know, an item or, you know, one of the uh, side fixins, one of the toppings from their burgers in several states. Um, and it's unclear if this is a permanent change or if this is temporary. My guess is it's going to be a trial to see how things go until they can potentially get this, uh, figured out and fixed. But, uh, don't be surprised if this is, uh, a thing going forward. So, we'll see what happens. And we'll know more as time progresses. So there you go. Okay, moving on. Uh, there's some other good stuff that came out of this particular morning show that I watched. Um, it talked about, you know, the second um, wedding ceremony for Ben Affleck. And, of course... Jennifer Lopez and this time the ceremony took place in Georgia you know on Ben Affleck's um, Georgia estate um, that he used to own when you know they were both dating back 20 years ago and so, to have that euphoria and feeling of nostalgia, that, and that overall feeling of deja vu all over again, must have made it that much sweeter for the both of them. So congratulations to, I don't know if I'd call them the newlyweds, but the, uh, you know... The new husband and wife, um, I guess you could say, and uh, 
Wish them nothing but the best going forward. Especially Ben Affleck with him being like, I guess what was said is he's been seven years sober. So I wish them both nothing best. Excuse me. I wish them both nothing but the best moving forward. So there you go. Um, what else can I talk about here? Okay. So there was a topic about hair loss, right? And how there have been different hair loss treatments, you know, over time. Mainly being, you know, um, you know, rather it was like, say, certain type of medicine that, you know, comes in the uh, form of like eye drops, but you put it in your hair. Um, there's that. I would think that, uh, what you call it, I would think that uh, hair plugs have also been a solution at times, and, you know, things of that nature. But recently, studies have came out about um, a pill, um, you know, being a solution to this issue. And it's done wonders from, well, it's done wonders for, I should say, at least one particular person who has dealt with hair loss. And, but that was just one case of, you know, a positive outcome. You know, when it comes to this particular scenario. Um, so, um, this isn't to say that these results are typical. It's just to say that it worked in this case. Um, now, keep in mind, the FDA has approved of this drug. Um, but that's only for blood pressure that drug has not been approved for hair loss by the FDA but it has been approved for like I said blood pressure from the FDA and I can only imagine more research will be done about this you know in the future um, so stay tuned You'll probably get to know more as time goes on, but we'll see. Uh, but if I can just say this, and I'll end it here on this subject. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, um, there have been um, some good results when it comes to hair loss treatments, you know, due to this pill and I don't know exactly what the pill's called um, again you'll have to look it up online for the information on that but you know there's this pill that allegedly can help you regrow your hair 
And if this turns out to be true, then we'll see um, what happens moving forward. But uh, don't be surprised if this is the new solution to hair loss. So we'll see. Anyway, let's move on. Um, what else do we have here? So, on this particular morning show that I watched, it had a stacked lineup. Of course, it had Robin, um, the African-American woman who won her battle with cancer. Michael Strahan was also on the call. Um, that African-American gentleman that I look up to. Um, was also there. The same guy that had, you know, Megan the Stallion perform on his birthday and was given cake or whatever, you know, dessert he was handed out, cake, cupcakes, something like that, on his birthday. And imagine that, to have all of that on your birthday, like... What more could you want? But anyway, let's not get sidetracked here. Um, so you had basically the entire crew. You know, there goes an old saying, the gang's all here, right? Well, it's the same in this case. This was a stacked show. Um, you know, a lot of charismatic personalities... A lot of, you know, good anchors showing off their skill set in that field. And this was probably my favorite episode of the show to date. Um, so, it's going to be really difficult for me to believe that this show will be topped as far as you know, how good these episodes have been, I do believe that this particular episode was the best so far. And I'm not saying it's impossible for them to top this, but it's going to be extremely difficult to do so. So we'll see what happens. Okay, now let's get into some, um, let's just say, Somewhat sports territory here. Of course, I want to talk about the Brittany Griner situation and what's going on with that. So, the latest news about that is that Dennis Rodman, of all people, <laughs> hard to believe, right? Who, keep in mind, is friends with King John Un, um, who is the North Korean president slash dictator slash communist dictator or whatever you want to call it. And they've been friends for years, right? And apparently they still have you know a good relationship. They're still on good terms. Um, but that's a topic for another time. What I want to bring to everybody's attention is Dennis Rodman, and here's where the Brittany Griner situation comes into play. Dennis Rodman is trying to advocate 
and be an advocate for, you know, those two prisoners, those American prisoners to be released. Of course, you know, these two prisoners have, you know, two um, polar opposite stories of why they've been detained in Russia. In Brittany Griner's case, it was medical cannabis. Um, at least that's what's been... Well, no. I don't want to talk about anything that I'm not qualified to talk about or get, any, get into any gray area, you know, territory. Or, you know, say anything that's above my pay grade. Um... You know, I tend to like to play it safe in these type of discussions. So, I'll just say this and I'll keep it moving from here. Um, let's just say this and I'll, I'll end it here. Um, you know, I don't want to say anything polarizing, you know, controversial or highly questionable or anything like that. That's why whenever these, you know, whenever some of these topics and discussions come up, I try to stay as accurate as possible when it comes down to, you know, these particular topics. And if it's a very publicized topic, you know, a topic with a lot of publicity involved, or a topic with, you know, legal stuff. I try to avoid that as much as possible because, you know, I'm a podcaster, not a lawyer. Or anything as it relates to, you know, being someone that deals with the law. So, and of course, I'm not trying to have anything happen to me as far as you know, any legal stuff on this podcast is concerned, so that's why I try to typically play it safe. But anyway, let's just say Brittany Griner's dealing with, you know, with, uh, just like, um, well, put it this way. Let's just say Brittany Griner, who is a WNBA player, she's dealing with the same stuff that, you know, um, Marcelo Zuna, I said, was dealing with earlier, you know, off the field stuff and, you know, just trying to have that dealt with. Now, here's where Dennis Rodman comes into the mix. Um, so, Dennis Rodman's trying to advocate and be an advocate for Brittany Griner and to secure her release. Um, now, I don't know if that's, is the, you know, same case for the other United States prisoner, but that's definitely been, you know, in discussions, or at least it will be for Brittany Griner. So, apparently, the, 
the latest news coming out of this development is they've tried to do a prisoner swap with Brittany Griner and of course I guess the uh, the other United States prisoner um, so two for the price of one basically so Brittany Griner and another you would not yeah Brittany Griner and uh, you'll have to look it up for the you know total story but they're trying to have Brittany Griner um, unless they've done this already I do believe that this deal will either take place or is taking place um, or is already taking place but they're trying to send Brittany Griner along with another United States prisoner in exchange for a Russian prisoner now I don't know if it's about to happen, happening now, or it's already happened, but according to the rumor and innuendo, um, when it comes to the prisoner swap of Brittany Griner and one of the United States um, prisoners that was held in Russia was included in the deal um, in exchange for a Russian prisoner. Um, and so far, there really hasn't been much movement on either side as far as getting a deal done is concerned. However, um, that might not be, you know, all that, you know... All that, uh, put it this way, maybe that's putting it lightly. I think I'd go as far as to say that Russia has decided to decline that offer, at least for right now. Um, maybe they want more prisoners involved from, you know, the United States that are currently being detained in Russia to make a point and uh, try to get and force the United States hand to you know try to ease up on some of these sanctions that the United States has over Russia I, I really have no clue but um, this situation is just getting more and more ugly and complicated and somewhat, you know, kind of, kind of unnerving. So, we'll see what happens from here. My uh, hope is that Brittany Griner will have a speedy, safe recovery to the United States. But we'll see, and in any case, we'll know more as... You know, time progresses, so there you go. Anyway, let's move on, and let me talk about some of this other stuff that I'd like to talk about on this morning show. Okay, 
So, um, there was this, uh, well, there is this kid, right, that plays or was playing in the Little League World Series. He's the same kid that fractured his skull and had a hematoma. Um, as a result of that, um, this kid could have died right then and there. And, you know, that could have been the case over, you know, a period of time. But, luckily, um, apparently, apparently the man upstairs... Um, I guess worked his magic and is apparently, you know, and it's apparent that that kid is making a recovery. Now, will the kid make a full recovery or a speedy recovery? Um, or even... You know, will he be half the person he was? I don't know. Because um, there's certain injuries that are tricky. Any injuries that deal, especially mentally, if it's a mental injury, um, they're unpredictable to determine what the uh, effects are going to be really depends on the severity of it and the amount of force and whatever else but um, you know again my thoughts prayers and goodwill wishes go out to him and his family as he's continuing to recover from what could have been a very tragic incident Okay, so there you go. Tried to, you know, put a happy spin on a very sad subject. But let's get into some more happy news or more optimistic, positive type news, right? Let's do that. Um, what else can I talk about here that I might have missed out? Okay, so, um, I don't remember the man's name, but, you know, what I will say is this, um, a story came out that a man who, you know, basically started a... You know, something that I guess deals with information technology or social media. Apparently, um, and I guess this is the rumor and innuendo here, but according to the rumor and innuendo, he decided to push for in all of a sudden verbally say and try to put into action that he was going to pay his 
staff and workers and co-workers alike more money um, as opposed to the minimum wage that majority of his you know folks in his camp were getting but then all of a sudden um, a story came out according to his ex-wife um, she left him for basically, you know, let's just say, um, a personality conflict, right? But now, after they've been separated or and or divorced for 10 years, a decade, right? A story has come out that this man might, you know, let's just say he might have some uh, business to attend to outside of, you know, his information technology career slash social media um you know, job or whatever that he does. And so, we'll see what comes out as time goes on. And by all means, we'll know more as time progresses. But in any case, we move on. So let's do that now. Okay? And so, we really jumped... Um, or what really was brought to my attention was there are sugar alternatives, right? So, probably these packets of, you know, non-sugar, you know, based material or some zero-sugar type, um, you know related um you know what it whatever you want to call it you know non-sugar based material um all of that can apply here you know rather it's non-sugar based material or zero sugar uh alternative as well as you know sugar free um, stuff that may look like sugar but it's not actually sugar I don't know but studies have come out right that you could use this as an alternative as opposed to you know actual sugar or cane sugar or anything like that. I guess it's looked at as uh, healthier. I'm not saying healthy necessarily, like 100% healthy for you, but healthier alternative to sugar. Now, here's the thing about that, right? 
So these are looked to be an alternative to sugar. But that's not to say that you should do this um, as your overall alternative to sugar full time. It just means that this is another way to, you know, get the sugar you need for the day. Um, but it's not a reliable, or put it this way, it was not meant to be a reliable replacement or alternative to sugar. And, you know, this is not, you know, let's just say a plan B for, you know, sugar. And for those people with the sweet tooth. And I think, as far as I can remember, a study came out saying that, you know, this is a, this is a, let's just say, um, a study or a survey somewhere along those lines. Um, and apparently what was said at one point was, you may have to fix, or in this case, rework or even retrain your taste buds to have that kind of, you know, taste for it. And I guess it's an acquired taste, but uh goes to show you that there is a new alternative to sugar um, that's either going to be out or is out already, or has already come out. One of any of those three. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's the solution to, you know, avoiding actual sugar, or if it's, you know, just a, you know, an alternative and a deviation of you know having a sweet tooth for sugar but in any case um i guess this is looked at as not necessarily healthy but healthier so make of that what you will but in any case we move on okay so want to talk about maybe two, maybe three more things before I move on, um, as far as what I saw on one of these morning shows is concerned, and I'll make it quick, so here we go, so on one segment of this, one of these morning shows that I watched, you know, a band from Virginia you know, a band that is more of a trumpet, trombone, and, you know, more of a pipes instrument type band, um, you know, they got their name out there, they got their name in the headlines on one of these morning shows, they uh, were the talk of 
you know, one of these morning shows that I watched, and to see this group of young men, you know, young men that varied in race from what looked to be Latino to Caucasian to African American, and of course, you know, we're talking about Keep in mind, we're talking about the state of Virginia here. Now, here's what I want to bring to everyone's attention. So, first things first. Number one, this program was built as, you know, a program to keep kids off the street and out of trouble out of criminal activity, gangs, such and such, so on and so forth, etc., etc., etc. Um, and especially knowing that Richmond, Virginia, the capital of that state, has the highest rate of gun violence in that state. And to know that Virginia has, you know, its fair share of you know, gun crime, um, to know that this is, you know, an alternative in a, you know, a different, uh, resource that kids could use. This is a, let's just say this is a, um, um, a way to get kids off the street and keep them out of trouble, out of gangs and such and such. It was really nice to see something done nice for that community. So there we go. One thing that really also got my attention was the fact that the Baltimore Orioles, who hosted the Boston Red Sox um, not too long ago, played you know, on the Little League Series, excuse me, they played on the Little League World Series venue, and I don't know exactly what um, home ballpark they played in, but they played um, under the Little League World Series um, venue. So they played for the kids of the Little League World Series, they played in their venue. They played um, in one of their home ballparks. They played in one of the Little League World Series uh, home fields. So to have, you know, Major League Baseball players play professionally on, you know, the Little League World Series level, that was really nice to see. You got to see some really good baseball being played at the highest level. I'm sure that was a treat for all kids involved. Finally, I want to mention one more thing really quickly, and that is the fact that Britney Spears and Elton John are doing a collaboration um, 
and of course this is Elton John's uh, one of his you know hit songs um, so to have Britney Spears uh, excuse me so to have Britney Spears along with Elton John do this collaboration um, it's pretty nice to hear you know, two artists that basically define their era collaborate for such a classic song. And that really did uh, make me happy to see that even with the age gap, the generation gap, and the era gap between these two, it goes to show you that, you know... Music, good music, great music, legendary music, knows no age, knows no bounds, knows no limits. That's the same case here. Okay, so that's all I wanted to talk about as far as this morning show is concerned when it comes to media topics, um, non-sports news, current events, things of that nature is concerned thought I'd deviate from the norm, you know, because I talk about professional sports for the most part in a majority of the time, you know, I do an episode of this podcast, so to do something different for a change was pretty nice. So let me talk about some professional sports news, professional wrestling, and I'm going to try to freestyle a little in this podcast before time runs out. So here we go. I'm at the 10-minute warning here, <laughs> and I'm going to do the best I can with the time I've got on this podcast. Okay, so real quick. Um, so the preseason is starting to slowly wrap up around this time, as it typically does around this time of year for the NFL. And there have been some teams that have impressed me so far. One of those teams being my New England Patriots. Yes, I've heard about the potential off-season struggles and all that, but you have the greatest coach in NFL history, Bill Belichick, on the sidelines. You have former Detroit Lions head coach, Matt Patricia, who was at one time the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, in a stint he had with the New England Patriots prior to now, is also on the staff. Um, former New York Giants coach Joe Judge is also on the coaching staff. Now, keep in mind, he was actually a special teams coach on New England before he even got the New York Giants head coaching job. So to have all of them on the sideline to, quote, coach the team up um, is a nice blueprint for success. Now, here's where I'm a little bit concerned, me being a New England Patriots fan. When it comes to my New England Patriots, um, you know, they haven't decided a play caller yet it's believed that's going to 
it, that it's going to be between, you know, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. But to me, I'm surprised Bill Belichick doesn't take the reins to call plays. But then again, he's in his early 70s, so this really shouldn't come as a surprise for him to be coaching at that age. You definitely have to be willing to evolve and get with the times to change and adapt, make adjustments. So that makes sense. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about the NFL because um, I'm running out of air time here uh, is the fact that the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams are really, you know, they're really on everybody's radar. They're going to get everybody's best shot, both on the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Um, but if I were to choose their biggest threat to repeat as champions right now, right now I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they have Tom Brady coming back for another season. And... He's going to have a relatively nice nucleus of a team back. He'll have some of his core players um, back in the fold. And sure, they may not be as um, as feared and as notorious and as much of a team as far as, you know, an identity like they had the past two seasons. I still believe that this Bucks team can defeat the Los Angeles Rams. Um, but we'll see what happens. Of course, Matthew Stafford will have to see how his elbow heals going into the season. I know that's been an ongoing issue, so we'll see what happens with that. I want to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball because I don't have a lot of time with that. Oh, but before I do... Speaking of the devil, Tom Brady is back with the Bucks. He practices or will be practicing today. Um, and what else? He's been away from the team since August 11th to tend to personal matters. So I thought I'd talk about that and finish this topic off before I get to the next topic. Let's talk about you know, Major League Baseball now, because now I've officially wrapped up that topic as a re results to the NFL. So, in Major League Baseball right now, um, of course you got the Dodgers, which is the best team in baseball right now. On the West Coast and on the East Coast, the talk of the Eastern Conference is the Yankees. But here's the thing with the Yankees. They do this to me every year. Of course, I'm a fan of theirs, but every year around this time, they're on, off, up, down, left, right. You don't know if they're coming or going. Like, they're so inconsistent around this time. And you would think normally around this time, this is around the time where Major League Baseball teams would find their identity. That's not the case right here. 
or at least not now. That's not to say that they won't find their groove and their identity in, excuse me, that's not to say that they won't find their groove, find their identity, and somehow slip into the postseason, but they do this to me every year. Am I concerned about it? No, not necessarily, but I'm definitely raising eyebrows about it. So we'll see what happens as time progresses. So, there you go. Let's move on from Major League Baseball, and let's talk about the NBA. So I'll talk about the NFL, Major League Baseball. Let's talk about the NBA now. Okay, so, my Golden State Warriors are going to be playing the Grizzlies on Christmas Day. Excuse me, no, no. Uh, let me take that back. The Warriors will be playing the Los Angeles Lakers, I believe. You'll have to look it up. They'll be playing the Lakers or the Grizzlies, one of the two, on Christmas Day. You'll have to look it up online for the actual information on that. But in any case, let's move on to the next matchup. Celtics will take on the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, those are two teams that do not like each other. So this should be a good matchup. Um, so watch for that one. Um, what else? So I talked about who the Warriors are playing. And of course, Sixers-Celtics. That's always a good matchup. Is there any other matchup that I've... Uh, oh, yes. The Mavs and the Suns. That's going to be a good one as well. So, keep an eye out for that one. Okay, so, talked about, you know, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA. I want to freestyle a little bit on this podcast before... Um, I'm done with this episode of the podcast. So I'm at the minute and 30 seconds mark. So um, I got like, what, about a minute and a half before this episode comes to close. So let me freestyle a little bit on this podcast and then I'll be done for this episode of the podcast. So here we go. This is the final time I'm going to mention this and I'm just going to do it. I've decided to read the book, It's Better to Be Feared. Of course, that's about the two-decade dynasty of the New England Patriots, featuring Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady. That is the best book I've ever read thus far, and I will go into the mindset of it's so nice, you have to read it twice attitude. So, um, I will definitely let you know um, when that time comes. As I'm reading a book called The Book of Bones now, and a book called The Four Agreements Companion Book, but let you know more as, you know, time progresses. Um, another thing, um, so I'm really excited for this NFL season. Um, should be a good one. A lot of classic matchups, and should be good. Finally, my New England Patriots. So, this is going to be a big-time year for all involved, but we'll see what happens. Thanks, everyone. Take care.